Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California. This is a podcast where I give advice to people that never asked me for it. Uh, Before I hop into the podcast today, as I've mentioned before, I barely made $10,000 with this podcast last year, and I actually crunched the numbers. I I made close to probably to 15 or 16K, but regardless... uh, I don't think that's enough money to continue doing the podcast as it is. So I think it would be good for you to tell a friend about this podcast so I could hopefully make more money on it next year Uh, or uh, leave a review or something like that. Or, of course, just Venmo me or send me uh, money in the mail or hand it to me when you see me. Um. In all seriousness, though, uh, it seems like more people are listening to the podcast right now than recently, so thank you if you did tell someone about the show. Uh, I'd still love money, though. Today's podcast is going to be a solo one. Solo dolo, as Kid Cudi would say. Um, No guest, no wife. Uh, This podcast is coming out late also because... Everyone in my house got sick except for me. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. My immunity is pretty incredible. Um, I think it's probably because I eat things off the floor and I rarely wash my hands. But my wife got really sick, really, really sick. My baby got really sick, uh, which is weird. It's weird. Your wife getting sick, I mean, it's not good, but I know she's fine, even though she's, you know, laying on the floor going, I'm not okay, something's not right. I know she's fine. She's an adult. She doesn't have coronavirus or something, so she'll be okay. Uh, but the baby is a weird one. It's weird having this little thing. She doesn't know what's going on, and she's just throwing up. Uh, she's confused. She doesn't feel good. She's pointing to her tummy. It's, uh, with tummy is a stomach for people without children. Uh, she's pointing to her tummy and, uh, it's weird. It's just a weird situation to be in. You feel a lot worse. (laughs) Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not a nice person because I should feel bad for my wife, which I did, but you feel a lot worse because you're just like, oh, this she doesn't even get what's going on right now, you know? She could think, I guess this is forever now. I guess this is the new normal as I, you know, wake up every 15 minutes to throw up. So, because of all that going on, the podcast is late. For that, I apologize. But this podcast is, you know, barely keeping me above the poverty line if it was my only uh, source of income. So, uh, you know, I'm not that beholden to it. That being said, uh... Let's hop into the show for, I'm going to say the week, I don't even know. Let's hop into the show for today. A couple things. First, this is a little little unsolicited advice from me. This is just kind of a fun thing. So I got out of the house today. I knew I needed to record this podcast. And it's hard to do at the house because of the baby and the wife and dog and all the things that are around the house that could distract me. And, uh, I also knew that I wanted to get a little work done and I find it hard to do at home. 
I don't know. I don't know if this is common or if a lot of people can get work done at their house, but I just find so many distractions there. So I had to get out of the house. I didn't know exactly where I was going. Like I knew I was going, I knew kind of the area I was heading to and I figured I might head to a coffee shop or something like that, but I didn't know exactly where I was going. And then uh, a little ways into driving, not knowing exactly where I'm heading, I kind of got a little giddy. (laughs) I kind of got excited because I don't know, I can't, I can't think of the last time I got in my car and I wasn't sure where I was going. Not as in confused, but more as in, I guess I'm going this direction until I find something that I want to do. Um, it was fun. I got lost. Well, you didn't get lost. I mean, the destination was the journey after all, but, uh, I didn't know where I was going, but I kind of had it in my head. Oh, I think I'll go to this little area up near my house. I live in Woodland Hills, California, which is, uh, too far away from everything that I want to be doing. Uh, but also it's kind of up near some nice areas. If, if you go past my place, you get up into like Calabasas and stuff like that. Uh, if anyone listens to, you know, Drake, uh, you know about Calabasas. So I'm kind of driving around Calabasas, which is always a, a bit of a weird thing for me. I have a little bit of a, I don't know, not issue, but I get self-conscious when I'm in a really rich area. You know, I just, I look around and I think, what the, what is going on here? All these people have nice cars, really nice cars. Uh, and you just realize it's a different, different mode up here, man. It's different, different life. Anyway, I'm driving around Calabasas. I'm kind of lost. I think I'm going to this one center, but I realize pretty quickly I'm not. I'm on some road that I'm unaware of where it is. It's kind of fun. Again, a little giddy, listening to music, just having a good time, not knowing where I'm going. This has all been fun. By the way, my advice here is I totally recommend doing this. It it was a lot of fun. Anyway, I start getting near all these cop cars, all these cars parked on the street, all these news vans and stuff. And I'm thinking, what is happening? Like, What is going on up here? And then it kind of slowly starts to kick in as I'm going past more and more cop cars, more and more news vans. I'm like, oh, this must be where people are parking and doing their news coverage for the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash, which was kind of a weird moment. Um, A weird moment of me realizing it because... I don't know why, but the Kobe Bryant helicopter thing, his death and his daughter's death, it fucking got me. Really got me for some reason. I don't know. Celebrity deaths are weird because if you're a huge fan or the the person means a lot to you, I get it. Uh, I get why it affects you. And every once in a while, a celebrity death that I... I have no idea why really hits me. I remember Robin Williams. I kind of get why. I mean, I thought, I thought Robin Williams was pretty, pretty fantastic actor and he's very funny. And, um, Robin Williams really got me. And for 
some reason, I think it's maybe because I have a daughter and I realized Kobe is not that much older than me and it just felt so tragic. Kobe really got me, you know, I was, my wife and I were kind of not crying about it. Um, she was crying, but it was like, a kind of have an emotional conversation about it last night. And then today I'm driving around cause I don't know where I'm going and I'm driving past where everyone's set up to do the news coverage of Kobe Bryant's death. It was weird. And, uh, I don't know. It was a little, it was a little adventure. So a piece of advice for all of you out there is if you have an opportunity and, uh, I know this is a bit of a luxury, but if you have an opportunity, uh, drive in a direction where you're not entirely sure where you'll end up. It was fun. And it, um, I don't know. It put me in a weird headspace. I'm obviously in a weird headspace right now as I'm doing this podcast. I do have uh, a topic for today that I wanted to get into. Uh, someone sent me this. Uh, so I would say it is unsolicited advice because it comes from the relationship advice subreddit, but a listener decided that they would really like to hear my opinion on it. I know nothing but the title. Uh, this title, God. <laughs> ah! This title is, mm. oh, coffee. I, I made my own coffee, by the way. Making your own coffee. It's cheap. It's a lot cheaper. Starbucks costs like $4. I think this cost me one American nickel. And it's um, it's not as good, but it's very cheap. Okay. Our, the title of this uh, piece of advice. God, what am I saying? My husband has some disturbing requests for after he's passed away. Uh, she's a 36-year-old female. He's a 41-year-old male. This one is really bizarre, and I'm so sorry ahead of time. My husband of 12 years had some medical problems recently. The topic about end-of-life plans come up, and I asked if he wanted to be buried. He didn't want that, nor did he want to be cremated. This is interesting because I assume that the person who sent this in must know that I want to be thrown out of a helicopter into a volcano. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. And I also think it'd be a real chore for all my loved ones, which would bring them closer together. Um, so here we go. Uh, my husband wants me to have his skull taken from his body and cleaned. Then he wants the skull put on the mantelpiece in the living room. (laughs) The rest of his body he once sent to one of those places where they make gems out of bodies and made into two blue diamonds? What the fuck? Ah, He's like a pharaoh. He then wants the gems to be put in the eye socket of the skull to look like eyes. Then he can watch the family home and be passed down through generations. What a fuck? lunatic oh i love this (laughs) my husband always has a morbid culturally insensitive sense of humor as such when he mentioned it before he was sick i thought he was joking turns out he is not joking he even asked me to do it so our skulls and matching eye gems can stay above the fireplace together i adamantly refused ah this is good i love this I love this. What a 
what a, I mean, how cool. I know it's crazy, but what a cool thing to do. To be made, to have your skull somewhere with gems for eyes looking at your family like a freaking pirate lord. Okay. I tried talking to him, but he's firm that this is what he wants. I told him that it made me uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. But he said it was also for our kids to have who are not currently old enough to weigh in on this discussion. I asked if this was his way of trying to live on with the family even after death, and he said, not really, no. I asked where he wanted the extra cremated remains from the gem company spread, and he told me he didn't want any remains and to just have the biggest gems possible made and the company (laughs) dispose of the rest. Ah, he's really thought about this. Ugh, this is fuck... I I mean, I get that this is crazy. Here... Real quick, I'll say before we even get to the end of this, just tell your loved one you're going to do this. Even if you end up deciding not to do it, just say you'll make him into a, a, a pirate skull. I don't see... He's sick. I don't really see what you have to gain out of having this argument right now, but I, I'll continue. I argued that I had no idea if his children would want the literal skull of their father. <laughs> Further, which child would take the skull after I died? And in two or three generations, how would I feel if and when his descendants just sold this bizarre human skull at a garage sale because it means nothing to them? And finally, how is he going to feel about the fact that I, in my grief and trying to process the loss of him, would likely never take that skull out of the box, much less live with him staring at me every time I sat on the couch? Yeah... Yeah, it's going to be hard to move on with your life with that skull there. He essentially wasn't worried or didn't care about any of it. And regarding not taking it out of the box, it's the only time he seemed upset. He told me that it's what he wanted, and I'd be ignoring his final wishes. I told him that he didn't have to live with those final wishes for years to come, but it didn't matter. Wow. I mean, yeah, I I get how it... A lot of people... You know, when when a, a loved one dies, you know, maybe the person they're married to, they'll move out of the house that they lived in just because there are too many painful memories there, you know? Uh, I, people have a hard time, like, getting rid of their clothes, but it's a very cathartic thing when they finally clean out the closet. Um, I'm just remembering an episode of the Marie Kondo Netflix show, but, I mean... It's just so crazy to have things around reminding you of that person. And now it's like such a bizarre skull. So I get it. I get where this woman's coming from. This is a weird, this is weird. Um, didn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Part of me wants to get over my feelings, but I can't. I want to cry thinking of someone hacking apart my husband and handing me his bones. (laughs) I didn't even think of it that way. Sure, yeah. And I feel anxiety over the thought of putting that skull with his blue, quote, eyes in my home until I die. I'm fine if he wants a burial. I'm fine with cremation. Viking funeral, that weird thing where they turn you into tree food, whatever. I'm even fine with gems on their own. But this whole skull thing is really bothering me. He won't budge, and he isn't joking. At this point, I'm thinking I would just do a simple cremation after he passes and spread his ashes on our property, but that seems sneaky and dishonest. 
There's absolutely no way that I can comfortably live with what he's asking if he passes away before me. What do I do? Oh. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Hmm. Part of me thinks you lie. Not a bad lie. I don't think this is one of those bad lies. Um, You know, like you're betraying your country or something like that. So you can help the Nazis. It's not a bad lie. It's one of those um, kind lies. You know, a a lie that I've noticed I, I think is very kind and often truthful. If someone gets a haircut, just tell them they had a nice haircut. Doesn't even matter if it's a nice haircut. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's not. But more more than anything, you don't even care anyway. So just tell them that they had a nice haircut. Now I know this is not the same as telling someone that they got a nice haircut, but if he really wants to be made into a skull, part of me feels like you need to be a bit of a warrior about this, and you just need to go. I made an oath to the person I loved and they want to be a skull. So I'm going to make them into a fucking skull. And another part of me thinks, just tell them you'll make them into a skull. And then maybe when they die, they don't end up becoming a skull. (laughs) What would I do? See, here's, here's the issue for me. I'm not even fully against the idea of the skull. I kind of like it. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not of the same, but now let me think of something I wouldn't like. If my wife said, cremate me, have them put my ashes in like some sort of paper mache and have them make me into a mannequin. Mannequins are kind of creepy in general. That's just my opinion, but we all know they are. They're like weird faceless things. My baby walks by them. She doesn't get them and she shouldn't. They're weird. So if my wife wanted to be turned into a cremated paper mache mannequin, I don't think I'd love that. I love the spirit of it, which is my wife's insane and she wants to be made into a mannequin, but I wouldn't love it in practice where I have to live with this mannequin. It feels like a person's around sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounds like I'm really afraid of mannequins. I'm not but I do think they're weird. Okay. All right. Okay. (sighs) My first thought, I mean, I've got to go with my gut here. And I think you need to turn him into a skull, but I also understand you might not take it out of the box because we do have to recognize that this skull is also affecting (laughs) It's not just about his skull wishes. It's about how his skull wishes affect your life, you know? Um, It's like the whole idea, you know how some people, uh, Chris Rock has that bit, like, my whole thing is keeping my daughter off the pole. And now more and more there, so many of those posts you see online where a girl has an OnlyFans and her dad's like, you get it, girl. Go check out my daughter's OnlyFans. You know, it's a weird... It's a weird thing um, where you want to support your family, but also you don't need to participate in it, you know? I think you can be fine with your daughter having an OnlyFans and you don't need to tweet about it. Uh, 
You can be okay with your husband becoming a skull, but it doesn't need to watch over your family on the mantle forever because that also affects you. If my daughter had an OnlyFans, I would not visit it. I wouldn't tweet about it, but I also wouldn't disown her. It would be her skull on the mantle. It's just, it's probably going to have to stay in the box. So I would probably turn him into the skull, make his eyes weird blue gems. But I don't know if you, you have to live your own life too. So I don't think that you have to, I don't think you have to have the skull on your mantle, even though I do think it's kind of badass and maybe bring it out. This is a little disrespectful, but for Halloween, and maybe around Halloween, the skull is out of the box. God, this is crazy. This is crazy. <sighs> this is crazy. Okay, um, there's some edits or some updates. Uh, I did not expect this to get the attention it has. How could you not expect this to get the attention it has? This is nuts. I'm grateful for so many responses. At the end of the day, I want my husband to feel listened to, respected, and loved. The process has cemented cemented to me that I definitely will not be putting his skull on my mantle until I die, but there were many compromises and ideas suggested that I will think about. When it feels right, I'll suggest some of them to him. For now, I'm going to sign off, give my husband a big hug, and think about it for a few days. Another update. He knows this post exists now. We had a good conversation. We laughed a fair amount over the sheer ridiculousness of this hitting the front page and the comments it brought, and we both are confident we can reach a compromise that makes us comfortable. We're not going to talk about it today. We're just going to get pizza, cuddle, and tell each other dumb jokes for the rest of the day. Good night, Reddit. I'll update at some point in the future. Oh, man. Hmm. Man, man, man. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those situations where, of course, you got to talk about it. And I think once you talk about it, your husband can understand that this skull probably isn't going to live on the mantle forever. But, damn, what a cool idea. I feel so stupid now that I want to be thrown in a volcano out of a helicopter. Because this is better. This is a better way to... This is a better thing. Being turned into a skull? Better. With gems for eyes? Now if you could only get like a big bug crawling out of your mouth, it'd be perfect. You know, one of those centipedes or millipedes. Which one's more? Senta or Milla? Probably Milla, right? Million? What is Senta? Cent? One? No, I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, I think that's my uh, unsolicited advice for this episode. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and goodbye.